0: Welcome to the Startup to Something podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. This is our weekly update where we share the ups and downs of building and growing our bootstrapped online businesses. And sometimes we ramble on about tech. Good afternoon, Mark. Good afternoon, Matt. <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> good, good. I'm enjoying this nice weather and. Oh, it's uh, summer.
1: It's yeah, summer, baby. It happened. It's here.
0: Yeah, it, uh, we always forget that it's gonna come back. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're in the dead of winter, and mm. uh, and not only this, but it's like a double victory this year because now stuff is opening up again, so we yeah. actually can enjoy our summer.
1: It's gonna be off the chains this year. It's gonna be t- totally crazy. Yeah. I am, I'm very excited.
0: Yeah, there's uh, this morning I was playing uh, pickleball with my wife. Uh, okay. Yeah, so that was fun. We played with the kids Friday night.
1: Okay. Can you play on a regular
0: tennis court for pickleball? Um, I don't think so. I think the nets are lower. Okay. Like On the pickleball, but I think you, I think you can play on the surface, but you'd have to repaint the lines and uh, and have a smaller net. Okay. Yeah, but we play in uh, a air conditioned gymnasium. Mm, it's nice. the good life. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, this is the last week that we can play. <laughs> Why? Because. Because during the summer it's going to be uh, day camps for kids. Oh, kids.
1: Of course, yeah. Yeah,
0: so there's not going to be any pickleball. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to see that in my neighborhood. When I walk my dog in the morning, I see there's all sorts of the big crowds of kids that are going from playground to yeah baseball field. That kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but the good news is that combat sport is starting again.
1: So. That's right. Yes, I think uh, today actually is the yeah,
0: uh, is the, exactly. the official reopening. So. Th- I think I might sign up for jiu-jitsu this week.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. And judo, well, it, it will depend. I, I have, didn't get any news from my dojo yet. Mm. So, okay. because, I mean, judo, we have, like, it's an Olympic sport, so there's all these federations, and mm-hmm. the federations are pretty strict on the rules. So, as for jiu-jitsu, it's more like the wild, wild west. Sure. <laughs> it's like, can we start? Yeah? All right, let's start. All right, let's <laughs> exactly literally that's yeah. all have
1: you done uh well, right away you're using some language so it sounds like you've done some jiu in the past
0: um yeah i've only done like maybe two introduction classes okay but um there's so much crossover between the two sports oh, okay. and between the athletes so like so so many people that i train with at judo also have done jiu mm-hmm. so like you know and if you watch UFC at all, like you, right. you know a lot of the terms and all that. So it's, but I mean, at the root, it's the exact same martial art. They're both based on Japanese jujitsu. Okay. So there's a lot of the, the same, the same uh, chokes and same locks and right. It's it's all the same stuff. Hmm. So yeah, it's good. It's good to have a resemblance of my old life back.
1: Oh yeah, I'm pumped. I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna get back to the gym this week and I'm yeah. really excited I'm just yeah moving I did a little bit when I was in Halifax and it just your quality of life is just totally different I'm very excited to just move my body so what are you
0: gonna what are you gonna do though cuz you're moving soon so like you can yeah uh, uh,
1: so there's a um, there's a CrossFit gym near me so uh, I'll just jump in there and get like a month pass and then, okay uh, I'll find something I, I need to actually start looking for a, a place to work out near my new
0: place right okay so you're just going to do a month and then yeah. switch Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter for CrossFit right no. like it doesn't matter there's no there's no progression progression is there
1: like, um, I mean maybe a little bit in like the types of things that you want to attempt because I'm just thinking like technical lifts like if you're doing like Olympic weightlifting and that kind of thing because um, okay. I'm going to be it's been so long now since I've done any of that I'm going to be way out of shape way out of practice um, and then being able to like Get your technique down, and then stack some more weight on there. And okay. Kind of yeah, just get some of oh, my old it, movements back.
0: But it doesn't matter. Like, you don't have to stick to one gym. Yeah. No. Like, no. Cool.
1: So how was your week? Tell me about Power Importer.
0: Yeah, it was good. Support is still under control, awesome. so like that—that's working fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that side project, I'm—I'm still—I'm still waiting for the designer. Like, okay. I think. Like I got actually, it's radio silence right now. But I know that he was very busy right before the last time we talked there. He was saying how he was taking on a new client because okay. he, does, he does freelancing. Okay. And, you know, and he has young kids and, you know, yeah. <laughs> he, he's a busy guy. So, yeah. But, but it feels kind of... I don't like this, this not being in control, Uh, (laughs) right? It's like, I really want to launch this project. And now like he's holding me back. Right. Um, So I don't, I don't know what to do.
1: Well, how long has it been since you've uh, heard from him?
0: I think it's been six days. Okay. So like I, I had, I had to do something. So I had to write up like an example of what the instructions are gonna look like on the website so I wrote the copy and I sent it to him Mm -hmm. and it's been radio silence ever since okay
1: yeah I can see why you don't feel great about that
0: yeah it's like because he's already done some of the work like I've seen the work so so I know that he you know he is he is interested in continuing this project well I think so I mean because otherwise he has all that work done for nothing yeah but now like we need to design the the actual side project site right so it's like maybe i could just do it myself i mean <laughs> my my web flow skills suck <laughs> but uh, but hey you know at least i could get it started and he could maybe improve it afterwards or
1: yeah yeah he, he, i guess he he depending on how much time he has to devote to this it's like yeah this is fine we can roll with it or i'll tear it all down and do it the way i want to do it just yeah way, i guess <laughs>
0: Which is fine yeah. I mean he's he's a bit of a perfectionist so like I don't I also don't want that to hold us back too much. Totally. So yeah, so it's kind of on hold. It's kind of on hold right now. I'm just waiting. I I am going to ping him again like today or tomorrow. Hmm. So, yeah, we'll see.
1: Okay.
0: Otherwise, I've been working on the Notion importer. The Notion
1: so, importer, okay. Yeah.
0: So like my my plan is because I already have a proof of concept, so I know I can do it. Okay. Um, so now my plan is to have a landing page for it. And on that landing page I want to have a demo video like right. that shows like how I'm uh, how I'm using it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been working on now is building that demo. So I decided to go with uh, a wall of love. Okay. I don't know if you you've seen these where like basically you you display a bunch of embedded tweets on okay. on a section of your website. Mm-hmm. So it's all tweets of people like raving about your product. Right. So the demo that I'm making is where you can use Notion to to find these tweets and easily just add them to your to your Notion. Right? Because on your phone you have the Notion app. You could easily go on a tweet and go share and then share it to Notion. Okay. And then it will just add it to that To that notion page that you have okay and um and then the the idea is that i have power importer automatically send them to webflow and then they will appear on your wall of love
1: that's pretty cool
0: yeah exactly i think it's it's an actual use case that people could use yeah and and it will show like you know why would you want to have things in notion in the first place Mm -hmm. well because it's so easy to add stuff to it from your phone or there's even a chrome extension so there's you know it's very easy to add stuff to notion okay so that's the use case i'm trying to build think it's pretty much built it's yeah it's pretty much built okay so now i just need to record a demo okay but which does mean i, I sort of have to like mock up the parts of power importer that are not actually built yet right <laughs> just for the demo to show oh yeah look uh, I can map the fields and then I can click sync and it appears on, on Webflow.
1: Damn. That's cool.
0: Yeah. So it's like, I, and it's, it's kind of tricky because I could probably just build it, (laughs) (laughs) actually build the importer, right? It's like, it's almost a copy paste of my Airtable importer, except (laughs) replace all the Airtable API calls for notion calls. Right. But But yeah, but I'm afraid that if I try to do that, that will take longer because I will wanna test it, make sure it absolutely works. Mm -hmm. But as for just mocking up the interface for it, then I think that's gonna be easier and I can have the demo and the landing page up quickly. And then while it's sitting there getting SEO juice and getting people to sign up for the beta, then I I can actually build out the power importer.
1: Yeah, totally. So, do you have any special launches or anything planned for this? Like, what are you kind of thinking about for marketing?
0: Uh, just uh, the same, same marketing I've been doing, like the same channels, but now I'll be monitoring the some Notion <laughs> keywords. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but I also I think there's places where I will un- announce it, mm-hmm. like probably Indie Hackers, Reddit, uh, MakerPad, like it's all the the the, the usual watering holes. Sure.
1: Um, in order to use this, do you have to be paying for Notion in order to get access to your API keys, or can free people use it?
0: Yeah, you can use a free account. Okay, cool.
1: I, I wasn't sure how much um, the free plan limited you. Because I use a free plan of Notion just to like, play with it and throw, throw a few things in there. But I, I don't even know what the paid plan gets you. Maybe multiple contributors or something like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> I mean, for the longest time, I I've been using the f- a free Webflow account, a free Airtable account, and a free Notion account. Mm-hmm. So, I like I like to stick to the free ones because then it makes the barrier of entry much easier for people. Totally. You know, it's like well, you you can do, you can use Power Importer for free with a free Webflow account and a free Airtable account and a free Notion account. Mm-hmm. So it allows people to to build their MVP for free. Mm-hmm. And then it's only when they're ready to go live that they need to buy a Webflow hosting side, uh, hosting account, and a right. Power Importer account. And Airtable, you can stick to the free account most of the time, unless you want lots of collaborators or more records. Right.
1: Okay. That's super cool. I can't wait for this. This is gonna be great. Yeah. So, like, are you are you gonna go? Like, are you planning on doing anything, anything special? I'm just thinking, like, I, I I'm thinking back to the um, Tailwind UI launch when they launched Dark Mode. do you Did you ever see that video? No. You gotta go see it. It's a... I'll put it in the show notes, but it, it is a masterpiece. Like, they really, very um, elegantly film tons of animations, like, whatever, and then uh, it plays this, like... I think it was orchestral music in the back, and then they say, like, you know, announcing Dark Mode, and then it shows the flip to Dark <laughs> Mode, and then becomes more electronic, <laughs> like, just fucking cool so i was like oh man this is i want (laughs) i want the notion importer to be electronic (laughs) cyberpunk 2077 like let's go i
0: think i'm going to disappoint you (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be ugly and it's gonna be raw (laughs) yeah no no it's gonna be i'm hoping that the demo itself is enough to sell it sure like yeah like a a nice a nice launch like that will get a lot of word of mouth and it's cool but in this case yeah i mean first of all i don't have the resources for that or the know-how yeah so it's more like you know just show the the use case that people already know of like they're already familiar with a wall of love and maybe they're using a third party to do it and now it's like oh wait like i could just build it myself yeah cool yeah yeah okay
1: I, I i i agree i think that the uh i think your approach here is is great like coming in with the with the video first and using that as a means of of really showing off what can be done because you can take so many shortcuts too you don't have to worry about having the ux be perfect on the exactly. on figuring the importer because that part doesn't really matter it's really just the it's the before and after that matter most
0: yeah Oh, and the other positive side is—is is now I've started reaching out to people to say if they could do a shout-out about Power Importer, and then I'll make it part of the my wall of my wall of love oh, for Power Importer.
1: you're too smart! <laughs> you're too smart. Damn, you're American genius. So yeah, so genius.
0: It, it's it serves two purposes, and already I got one. That gave us yeah,
1: awesome. Are you reaching out to your your like existing clients? Like, oh hey, would you mind showing me out on Twitter?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, this one was was really organic. Like, he asked me a question and I answered it, and then he said, "Oh yeah, thanks." Oh, by the way, I love the tool. And then I just said, "Well, could you sh- could you share that in a tweet?" <laughs> and then I explained, you know, because I'm building a wall of love, and and he was like, "Absolutely!" And like five minutes later, <laughs> I see the tweet.
1: Sweet. Let me know if you need me to contribute to your wall of love. <laughs> Happy to do it. Free of charge.
0: Yeah. I've <sighs> never used Power Importer, but Mark is awesome. Mark is
1: fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's been my week. Very so cool. now I've just, I'm going to continue to work on the motion Importer and the demo. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll ping the designer to see if we can make any progress on that. If if not, if he's really busy, uh, Yeah. I think I'm going to have to just do it myself. Mm. That you know, I mean he has created part of it that I will use. Yeah. But for the the site itself, for the side project, I'll I'll just do it myself, use a template or something or or maybe look for someone on Fiverr. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've been really wanting to to actually use Fiverr once in yeah, my life. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know, like it, it's like you know you you listen to people that say they have virtual assistants and, and I'm like oh yeah I totally should but then but then when you look at the pricing and how many hours you get it's like can I really find that much work for someone like every week yeah so but Fiverr I like the idea of Fiverr it's like it's just you just pay for a task and if it goes well then yeah I can pay for another task but I don't have to like come up with 15 hours of work to do Exactly. In a week.
1: Yeah, yeah. I used Fiverr to uh, get a logo made for F bars. Okay. It was really interesting. Like, just to, I think I spent ninety dollars or something like that at the end, okay. and like, I got something I really liked. And the the person who was doing the job was like taking feedback and was very good about everything. And, yeah, worked out great.
0: So, like, th- how how was the process? Like, how many people did you talk to and?
1: So I went on Fiverr and I looked for anybody that was doing anything around logos and for logo design, everybody will have a portfolio up. So it's like finding a portfolio that you like and then messaging that person and they'll have a, they all have packages. So it'll be like, Oh, it was for logos anyway. It was like, Oh, if you want one logo or multiple, or, um, like if you want the, the raw files or the vectors, like these kinds of things, um, So you kind of pick what you want, and then you shoot them a message, and they usually all have their own different intake forms. So, uh, well, I I, so I only know what this guy, what this person did. So, like, he they asked, um, who do you, uh, what do you like, what colors do you like, describe what it is you're trying to do, describe your company, the sector, that sort of thing, and then he was like, is there anything you want? I keep saying he, I have no idea if it was he, I, they, had a, they had a username, I don't know. But they they were like, are you, you know, is there anything else we should know? And it was really just like saying everything about what I was doing, what the what the objective was, key themes that I really liked. I wanted to incorporate the American flag into what I was doing. So um, they did, I think they did two or three different mock-ups like rough images and send them back to me, and I was like, "I really like this one." Um, c- can you make? And I actually asked for one major change, and they were okay. like, "Yep, no problem." And they, you, with each uh, image, you get a certain number of iterations. Um, okay. So I used I, u- I use all my iterations, <laughs> um, but I got something in the end that I really liked, and I'm nice. super happy with the with the service.
0: So that's the only person you contacted. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. Did you go for like a a level one, a level two? Like,
1: um, I can look up what I did. I, I, I didn't do anything too sophisticated.
0: Okay, it's okay. I don't need, I don't need the, yeah. you know, Just just an idea. Like, did you just go f- by price, or you you did look a bit of reputation? And
1: uh, I was so I did you know I sorted by price, but um, I would immediately look for. I went by portfolio first and then as soon as i found something i liked as long as they had i I think i did like a quick survey to see like you know what's the average number of of reviews or whatever that people have to get an idea of of how much work they've done in the past are they reliable and i mean some of them have done hundreds of these um this is like a big piece of work for them it must be um so I picked one and I think he had several hundred reviews and I was like yeah this is fine like if they had I don't know 30 that probably would be fine so
0: okay cool that's good to know yeah because yeah, no, I was thinking that's daunting
1: yeah uh, yeah in, in the beginning I was like ooh I have to be really careful about this but once you commit to somebody they're like oh yeah sure they're they're very well this person that I worked with is very helpful right, right? and very accommodating which is nice but yeah when I was thinking about like an intro like the tailwind ui kind of thing it's like oh i wonder how many different fivers it would take to just like oh i want you to make some music and i want you to do some animation right. and i want you to do this and just <laughs> glue it all together and maybe come up with something interesting
0: <clears throat> okay yeah and i mean I, I guess it's easy for a logo cuz you could see some samples of what they've done yeah yeah i guess i i mean what it would be for me would be a like a webflow template so that must be the same. Like, you could see examples. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, maybe I'll... Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll contact my designer. But mm-hmm. yeah, if he's too busy, it's like, listen, I'll just hire someone to do the, the, the side project site and they will be ready to, to launch.
1: Yeah. Um, do you have uh, a one thing right now? I mean, I guess you kind of have a few irons in the fire that you're waiting for people to get back to you on. But what's the most yeah. important thing for you? right
0: It was that side project. Like, oh. I really want... Yeah, because... I mean, I'm still part of that 100 new customers in 100 days challenge, yeah. and that's the one that would actually move the needle because it's it, you know, it's affiliate marketing. So, okay. so that's the one. But but at the same time, while I'm waiting, the Notion importer has the same potential of getting new customers because mm-hmm. now it, it's a complete untapped market, like Notion integrations.
1: Totally, and it's hot right now with the API being exactly pretty freshly
0: released. Yeah. So so yeah, that's that's uh, my past week and my my next week. Nice uh,
1: for me. This coming or last week was uh, continuing to do interviews. Um, I did five interviews last week, uh, and after our talk, I've been working my network more to speak with new managers, uh, people who can speak to what what organizations are spending money on. What are they really, you know, putting putting the credit card out there for? And I've been t- chatting a lot with people kind of in my immediate network and that sort of thing about, you know, developers and the things we spend money on and what we find important and these sorts of things. And I am i haven't had uh, any new interviews with managers. Um, last week it was all devs. But I'm really trying to figure out how to structure my manager interviews a little bit better. Because it's fine to say like, oh, well, what are you spending money on right now? But I'd love to be able to come in with that, like, like we talked about, having three questions-ish that we really want to get answers to. And I'm having a little bit of trouble understanding or not understanding, but thinking about where to steer these conversations. Um, with all the interviews that I've done in the past, I always had an agenda of like, oh, well I want to know how they handle shreds. So that's the big question I have. Um, I, I had a really useful talk with a friend yesterday about, um, like we talked a little bit last week about like employee uh, like surveys and employee engagement surveys and that kind of thing. Right. And he he did he, had, he did something really smart, which was he took my problem and he reframed it and was like, well, it's not about employee engagement. It's about employee retention really is, is what you're talking about. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's very interesting. So it's like, well, now we can take if you take this engagement, but you you position it differently so that it's more about retention that's something that you can talk to more managers about. Like, what are you doing to retain your employees? They're remote. How are you, how are you tackling this? And I was thinking, like, Oh, that now I can kind of steer the, the manager conversations a little more in an, like a, in a concrete way.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. Cause now if they're remote, they can work for anyone else. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, so yeah, I'm very, now that I, that was a really useful conversation, it really changed the way I was thinking about, um, well, like, how to begin asking about, like... Because, you know, I have an idea about, you know, I think that sending an email and, and catching up with people is, is it a way to do it. But as soon as you start to talk about a retention, it's like, well, now I can say, like, what are you doing to retain your employees? And that's just such a pointed question. Because for any engineering manager, that's got to be in their top three.
0: Yeah. No, that's really... Yeah, no, that's really nice. I, I'm amazed that it's a developer that came up with that idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, he's uh, he was a dev, and he, now he works... Um, he works for a biotech company uh, and he does, he's, he wears a lot of
0: different hats, but he's primarily technical. Interesting. But he, he sees those engagement surveys as retention. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because he, <laughs> he, he sees it as like, well, the way he was talking to me about it was like, because you know, when you, get into the, when you get into the room with the decision maker, you want to talk their language and an engineering manager is thinking about, you know, the, the big mandates that they have are how am I going to keep my employees and keep them happy and, and all that kind of thing. It's like oh, as soon as I start talking about hiring and retention, it's it kind of reframes the problem. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, that's that's helping me kind of calibrate the questions I have a little bit, um, which is useful. And we also had another. Well, when I was chatting with my friend yesterday, um, I was asking him like, oh, so you know, how do you uh, how do you deal with juniors at work? Like, how, how how is that how's that going? And we just chatted for a long while about you know. It, juniors have a really tough time it's it's hard out there for juniors and something occurred to me in the middle of the conversation about um my friend jim um Zardakis, who you know is an awesome designer um uh check him out on twitter indie hackers he's he's very he works he's very good at working in the open and one of the the way i met him was he said you know i'm willing to just sit down and do um ux sessions 30 book me for 30 minutes i want to I want to help you with your UX. I want to answer your, your UX question. And I met with him and we chatted for a while and we became friends and we stay in touch. And I've always wanted to be able to offer something like that. <laughs> to be like, oh, I'll help, I'll help you with all your coding problems in just 30 minutes. I can answer some questions for you. But what I realized was, you know, like, I don't really feel like I have that ability. Because it's like, you know, to write some code is a, is a commitment. You're committing to do this thing and own this asset and maintain it. And what I realized was I could actually do this, but for juniors and to say, you're working at work right now. And it might be really stressful. It might be really hard. Um, You don't know how you're being evaluated. You don't know if you're doing a good job. Like, look, I've been in the industry a long time. I've dealt with a lot of this stuff. We should talk about it. And like, you know, giving people a chance not to just vent, but also to like, validate their feelings and also come away with some applicative things and learn more about what it's like to be a junior in today's in today's age. So yeah, I think what I'm gonna try is if if I can you know, I'm I my number one thing right now is meeting more people. I need to interview more people. But I think an interesting next step could be to try to do something like that. Open up a calendar and just say, I'm taking meetings on Fridays. I'm gonna meet with people for five hours a day and just if you're a junior and you want to talk about what it's like or if you want some coaching or whatever, I'm making myself available and see if anybody clicks. I feel like there's, yeah. especially on like Dev.2 two and um, even to some degree on Indie Hackers. There's there's a lot of junior people out there, and I think I can help them.
0: That is great. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. So you you'd be doing this for free, right? Yeah. Like at first, mm-hmm. so the idea is it's more. It, I mean, you're you're offering a service, but you're also still interviewing customers. Yeah. And then hopefully you find like a way to transform this into a productized service or
1: oh, who knows? I mean, or I, a product. Yeah, because it's possible no one's gonna click. <laughs> I, right. I just want to put myself out there and see. Like you know, I do have this. Jim some, said something very interesting to me once that was like, "I'm not the best designer in the world, but that doesn't mean that I don't have something to teach." And I, I've been looking for something like that for myself. Of like you know, I know I'm not the best developer in the world for sure. I'm not. But there, I certainly have something. There must be something I I have that I can teach people, and this feels like that thing. And it's like great, I can just get out there and help, and maybe I'll learn something in the process.
0: Right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it worked for Jim, right? Like it was. Yeah. He he did it for I don't know how long, and then he realized that there was the possibility of a of an ebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I'm I'm interested to see i'm just interested to see what i learn i mean are people interested in talking to me and what is there? what are i have some view of the problems that they have or what's right and what's wrong i'm interested to see what they think so aside from that um i had two people <laughs> in, my, in my interviews this week um they, so i interviewed a couple of non-devs as well but um asking me like oh do, have you ever thought about taking on like a co-founder or anything like that and i've always thought like no, I don't want to do that. I want to be solo. I, I want to I want to do all this myself. Um, but I was actually meeting with a marketing guy and uh, who I met through Founders Club. And we had a great talk about marketing. Like, God, it's so nice to talk to a marketer who, uh, who knows their stuff and just, uh, yeah, it's, it's super nice. And he asked me, like, you know, would you ever consider taking on a co-founder? And I stopped for a second because I never really thought of like the why. I'm just like, yeah, I want to be solo, but why do you want to be solo? And I realized that it's because I want to learn all this stuff. Like I want to learn more about marketing. I want to learn more about sales and all these different things. And I kind of came to a point that I was like, yeah, but I mean, if you if the goal is to be profitable, if the goal is to make money, then like maybe put your, I don't even know if it's ego, but like put your curiosity aside and like. Maybe you can find somebody to to help you with the bits that you don't understand. And you can do both. Like, you can have somebody help you and you can learn at the same time.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you'll definitely learn by watching them do it. Yeah. So,
1: just in the last week, I've started to think, like, maybe this is something I should open myself up more to. Like, the idea of working with someone on a, on a project, on a potentially larger project. Because um, I will say, like, you know, in, in, when I evaluate an idea... I do think about well I am solo um, it has to be pretty constrained there's only so much I can do um, because I also have to market it I also need to sell it um, while developing the product so it's I mean I can't I can't rebuild Oracle like I need to right I need to constrain (laughs) my constrain my my focus so yeah I know you've had some you've had some partnerships in the past and some of them have gone okay. Some of them have gone not so great. Like I don't know. What do you do? You have any thoughts on this of like picking up a potential partner?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've had two partnerships. The first one I think was a very bad failure because like um, there was no end in sight for the MVP. Okay. Like I, I had something up quickly and then basically it's in the. It's like a long time ago. It's when Groupon and all those those, those like, mm-hmm. group coupon sites were popular.
1: Deal hunters or deal findings. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: like all of them, right? There was like, I mean, Groupon's the biggest one. I can't remember any of the other ones now, but there were so many. So the idea was to make an aggregator. So for each city, ah. you would have a website with all the deals from all those different services in one place. Okay. So my job was mostly writing parsers because, you know, you had to crawl those sites, basically. You yeah. have to scrape them. So, so, yeah, so, you know, like, my idea was that, well, let's get, like, the five biggest ones there. And then at least we have something that, that brings value right away. Like, mm-hmm. you know, instead of going to visit five sites, you can see all five of them right now. Yeah. And I thought we could s- start marketing that. Mm-hmm. Uh but no, like he kept saying, Oh no, we we need to add the sixth one, like at the minimum, right? So then I'd add it. Oh, but we need the seventh oh, one. Forget right? it. Right. And it was like he, he never felt confident that okay, yes, now we have something that we can that we can market. Right. So I was doing all the work, he was doing none. He was just waiting, like mm-hmm. so like in the end it was like, Well listen, like are we ever gonna ship this because I can't just keep working on this M V P and mm-hmm. We never ship it. So in the end we just dissolve the partnership and okay. so yeah, so so I definitely didn't want to ever do that again where I have to keep coding something full time forever mm-hmm. and and then, you know, we finally launch. Yeah. So the the second one was uh this Instagram it's the service that to grow your Instagram account. Yep. So but for that, I was able to build an MVP pretty quickly, mm. and then they they were like three sales guys, so they were able to really aggressively start selling it. Mm. So, but then when the the selling worked for the first week, uh, but then when the selling got more complicated, they they stopped spending so much time on it, right. and because they had other businesses to work on. So, mm. so, it, so again, the problem was it wasn't the workload wasn't balanced. Like I, I end up doing more work than the other partners. Right.
1: Yeah. That's something that I'm definitely, I'm, I don't know, I'm keenly aware of it because I feel like, yeah, every time I sit down to write code, it feels like that's the last thing that I should be doing. So it's like being hyper aware of like, what am I not doing by writing code? And it's like, yeah, yeah if you can be marketing, if you can be selling, then that's what you, it feels like that's the more important part, part, at least initially. Building traction, um, getting the word out there, and finding uh, beta customers. And
0: I think that's that's my biggest problem. Is yeah, and how do you find this balance mm-hmm. where you're both working, you're both dedicating the same amount of time on this thing? So like, and the the best would be if you're both doing it from day one. So like on day one, you start working on that proof of concept or MVP, mm-hmm. and they're already building the landing pages and start building up hype in Exact in some different channels like to test the waters. And it's like you're both working at the same time. And they're both things that you should be doing from day one. Yeah. So Yeah. I think that would be the best. Yeah. Okay.
1: because yeah, I, I think what I'll I think I'm gonna start opening myself up more to this kind of possibility of I mean not that like anybody is like trying to get in bed with me and they're like, Oh yeah, Matt, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> but um but I I I was clo- I was definitely closed off to it in the past. No, I don't even want to think about it or talk about it. But maybe it's something I could be thinking about and talking about more, um, and putting that energy kind of out into the universe of just like, no, I am looking for a potential partner. I'm open to the right opportunities. If we have the, the same idea about what it looks like to to build a product.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch of other things, right? There's trust. There's. A... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right. Um yeah how do you actually legally structure it that that was the other thing we did for this second partnership we actually did all the things in incorporating and like that was such a waste of time <laughs> you know in the end i don't know how much money we generated like maybe two thousand bucks or three thousand bucks okay before before we were shut down by instagram <laughs> oh,
1: Platform risk, brutal
0: yeah exactly
1: so yeah, that was really my week. Um, this week on the books, um, I've just got more interviews set up. Um, I'm working my managerial links of just like trying to get higher up into the hierarchy. Um, yeah, just get it. I'm trying to talk to the people with the credit card or pe- at least people who can advocate to the people with the credit card. Um, and yeah, I think what I'll do is uh, I still want to shoot for like five to six interviews a week. So I'll, um, once I schedule my five, then I'll, um, I'll see about writing some copy or something just to see, open myself up to, to give Junior some feedback, some, some help, and, and see what I can get, see if anybody's interested in talking.
0: Cool. And how about your, your ideas? Have they evolved after f- talking to five board developers?
1: I would say not really. Well, mm, <laughs> so, okay, maybe a little bit. Like, so with the whiteboard thing, I've been, I continue yep. to be interested in this. Um, I had a talk with a developer and it's just funny because like, you know, not everyone is your customer. No, not everyone's. But I was chatting with him and uh, I was saying like, you know, you're, you're a developer and like, do you ever bust out your whiteboard? Is that ever something you do? Like, what about your remote? And one of the things he was saying was, oh yeah, there was an app that I used um, that uh, he was like, uh, he said they, they rebranded, but they used to have a free board like you didn't have to sign in you didn't have to do anything you could just use it and i was like oh that's cool and he goes yeah he was like i mean he was saying like if you could build a product that that worked like that that you know i could just go to the site and it was free and i didn't have to sign in or sign up or anything <laughs> like that i mean that'd be amazing and it's like yeah i it would be amazing yeah i that would be amazing i, I totally you, agree with you
0: do you want a free lunch with that <laughs> yeah
1: it's like it turns out there is such a thing as free lunch yeah <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's just like, I got off the call after that, and I was just like, yeah, you know, like, not everyone's your customer. Everybody just cares about getting... Well, it's the jobs to be done, right? Like, I have this job. I need it done. This allows me to get my job done. It's perfect. I love it. Yeah. Um, But it is interesting to think about, like... I mean, it did uh, did give me some pointed questions to ask people about, like, how do you decide to invest in a service? Like, when is it a big enough pain? Because... I mean, the thing that I keep coming back to is developers are like water. We're professional problem solvers, so it's like the problem now is you want to draw a picture, but and and you want to share it with each other. Like, how do you do that? And it's like, well, there's no online whiteboard. Okay, well, then I'll take a I'll draw a picture on a notepad and I'll take a picture of it with my phone and upload it to Slack, or we just won't do it and we'll just we'll just have a communication breakdown and it'll be fine. We'll just work our way around it because we always do. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's interesting to think about. Like what's valuable to people who just see problems as things to be overcome.
0: But at the same time, the the free whiteboard does show you that how he how he tries to do software, mm-hmm. right? Like so, like maybe registering for new software is like an obstacle for him. Like, oh it means I'm gonna get spam, and then I'm gonna have to cancel the account after. And does it also mean that it, the, all the collaborators also have to create accounts mm-hmm. and you know? So like. So yeah, that helps to know that you should probably have a, a free version that, that they can use right away and just share the link. No one has to sign up for anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a great but point. Then,
0: but then if you want to save them or you want to, you know, I don't know what the extra features would be that that would force them to register and eventually pay.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. I mean, developers are very good at using Google. So if they find you yeah. and they stumble across you, I mean, maybe they are open to buy buying, but you know, we need you got to build trust. You need to build proof that you're capable of doing the thing first. Uh, people don't just whip out the credit card for they're they're like, oh, I see I the first Google search. Let me just put my credit card in and hope that it works. It's, yeah, people don't buy like this. But that's a great yeah. point. That's a great point. Yeah, how developers find and try things before they begin to see it as a fungible problem.
0: Exactly. Like Slack is a good example where, you know, it's. It's free to set it up, right? You don't you don't have to ask permission. Mm-hmm. You just set it up and then you start using it. Yeah. And then when Slack realizes that a lot of people from one organization is using it, then they reach out, their sales team reaches out and yeah. tries to sell the managers on a, a paid plan. Yeah,
1: because it's funny, even developers, like I'm just thinking about developers using Slack and it's like on the free version, you lose message history, but that's really it and it's like it's funny to think that oh yeah these guys don't they don't like they don't care like they'll just say oh well we could pay this uh, well but if we do that then you know we'll be spending money and we the message history is not that important like if it is important then we'll you know we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll save it in notepad or google docs or something like that we'll find a way we'll find a way around this problem that doesn't cost any money
0: yeah, yeah I think I remember like when I worked like like corporation like we used a bunch of free tools like that, but then they actually passed the message down like to developers like listen, are any of the tools you're using like would you like them to be upgraded to the paid plans like Is there any software we should be paying for right but you know we wouldn't have even tried them if we had to get approval for from the managers to use them in the first place,
1: yeah yeah, I'll never be able to upgrade this. They're never going to say. Yes to this. So we we convince ourselves of yeah uh, of this fallacy. Right. We mind read. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so you're still interested in the whiteboard, but uh, you, you just think maybe the the customer is harder to find.
1: Yeah, I think so. At least for me, the big thing for the whiteboarding is before I set out to build it, I would need to find some hardcore people who are. hardcore I need to find people who are paying for a whiteboarding solution Um, that is an essential piece of this because there's a lot of whiteboard solutions out there like well I mean you know Google has one um, that gets bundled so does uh, Microsoft Teams there's a bunch of products out there as well and um, every time I talk with a developer everyone is just like yeah we just don't and it's like no I mean like I haven't learned anything about the audience of people who whiteboard who take it very seriously so I need to find people who are paying paying for a solution like this today okay um, yeah because it's possible that you could I, I could see it being possible that you could convert google traffic of people looking for a free whiteboard or whatever into paying customers. i think that will be very difficult because there are <laughs> some expectations there but i think that without really knowing about the people who, who pay for stuff like this I'll never really have a good shot at being able to convert anyone. Um, right. I don't know what, yeah, like what concerns would a general person have that they would be willing to upgrade to fix or. That. So I'm, I'm hesitant to put any real stock into it. I think it's interesting, but
0: maybe it's only interesting. Yeah, I mean, you're not worried about the fact that, like you said, Google has one, Microsoft has one, and yet the developers are talking to didn't even bother using it? Mm-hmm. Or?
1: Yeah. Well, I, it's like the I mean my premise for this idea really is that the reason that they don't use those tools is because the act of draw, drawing with your mouse instead of drawing with a marker or a stylus or something they're just not even close to the same experience and I would argue that by, as soon as you bring a tablet in or something like that um, it makes the experience a million times better and I think like my hypothesis hypothesis would be Exposure to tablets would lead to more whiteboarding session, and okay. I think um, now I don't know if anything I build would would have like a tight integration with something. Like maybe the solution is you buy a tablet and then the tablet just sits on your on your desk next to your computer and you use it whenever you feel like you want a whiteboard. Um, but that would be a very interesting test to run. Like I wonder how much money it would cost to like find a couple tablets like this, give them to an office of people, and see how many whiteboards end up
0: coming out of it yeah but what's going to be your onboarding for future customers
1: oh I I haven't really I haven't thought much about that at all really Um, I'm really just trying to think about like is this a problem that people have and actually can solve or will solve or want
0: to solve yeah because is it possible that you could have content marketing selling people on the fact that getting tablets is a solution Mm -hmm. but then why won't they just use Google (laughs) with tablets exactly exactly Right.
1: because one of the things I've been thinking about is you know I continue to follow that Chris Hurd guy from um, First Base HQ and I was thinking actually that like that could become a distribution channel for people who work in who work remotely so it's just like oh yeah like because already through there well I mean I haven't I don't have access to the app but things like oh I want to buy chairs I want to buy uh, co- monitors or a computer or whatever and they handle all that inventory management it's like, oh, what if it was, what if it was a a task, a tablet that helped whiteboarding? Like, I don't know, I'm spitballing, but like, all of a sudden, that sort of thing is like, oh, you're actually in front of the people who have the problem, and you're, I don't know, if you can advertise or figure out a way of saying like, oh, this is actually a thing that helps people rent it, pay for it, and then have first base manage it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not my idea, but I I'm liking it less and less. <laughs> <Fair enough. Yeah. laughs> Because the fact that it's almost more like a like a consulting business mm. it's like you're you're gonna reach out to managers and businesses and tell them, "Hey, listen, like we can set up your team to be able to use whiteboards again mm. like and you know we, we do it by like buying tablets with stylus and using this software yeah. they are, are in. in-house software that we built or we could also like teach them teach your employees how to use use it with Google or Mm -hmm. Microsoft and to me it just seems like that's that's not the kind of business I want (laughs) yeah no
1: same same because I yeah I guess I was my premise for all of this has kind of been that I think including hardware as part of whatever the solution is is critical I think that's the one I think that's the big showstopper today and it's possible, I guess in my head I was thinking like, oh, maybe you write a very or an excellent uh, whiteboarding app that pairs well with this, with with using the hardware. But it's a great point, like well, how much better is your whiteboarding software than a Google Hangout whiteboard thing? Like, because if, yeah. if the problem is the, is the way you interface with it, then you've addressed the interface, and now any whiteboarding system will work. They're all the same.
0: Exactly. That's the problem I see, is that i think you've identified what's the problem but no one else has like they they haven't figured it out That they tried the whiteboarding stuff and they said oh this sucks but it's because they were using it with a mouse or trackpad and and yeah it does suck but they didn't take the time to think well wait what if we had tablets instead and would it be easier would it be better like and so all so your first step is educating them to use that but then you haven't even convinced them <laughs> to become a customer, like yeah. you've just you've just given them an idea and now they can run with it for free with their existing solution.
1: I start an e-commerce solution where I <laughs> trap developers trap where I advertise to developers specifically about excellent whiteboarding, and then I just sell tablet
0: yeah, there you go exactly maybe
1: I mean that's not crazy.
0: But that's why I, saw, I thought, like, as a consulting yeah. business, it, it makes sense. Mm. It's like you, but, but then it becomes enterprise sales. Yeah. It's reaching out and explaining what the ROI is going to be. Like, if you, if I could get your team to whiteboard.
1: So I could sell you a fucking tablet. <laughs>
0: With a 50% markup. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's enterprise grade.
0: <laughs> exactly. This is for business. This is a business tablet. You just duct tape over the logo. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, <laughs> it's the mat, the mat, the mat pad. Yeah, matte black. Cool. Yeah, so that's. Did you have? An, sorry, th- didn't you have another idea also? Um, the whiteboard, and I don't remember now if this if this was offline no. or top secret.
1: No, no. Uh, are, you, are you referring to my talk to the talk about juniors,
0: or no? That's it juniors is. Is the one that you just talked about today? Oh, yeah. Today. yeah. Um, oh, maybe. Yeah, I guess it was. I guess yeah. Juniors is the evolution of the last one. The last one was like, do they know how they're being evaluated?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like email marketing or not email marketing, but uh, yeah, like the um, employee engagement and retention, and then kind of like, but f- focusing in on juniors specifically. So maybe it's like, maybe that's not the answer to that question. Or m- maybe the evaluations aren't the. Um, I wish the, the emails themselves aren't the, the answer to that question. Maybe it's assisting junior specifically. That's the answer.
0: Yeah. So yeah, if I mean that I, I would try to get more, more progress. Like I think talking to five developers a week is, is, is a fine goal, mm. but maybe every week you should be like pivoting a little bit.
1: That is a fucking good observation. I feel that is a feeling that I have right now that I, you just, you saying that unveiled to me, like, I feel like I'm not making any progress. I'm interviewing exactly. people and I'm learning a little bit more or I'm trying to learn a little bit more about remote life and that kind of thing. But I must not be at, like, well, first of all, the questions I'm asking right now must not be sufficient because I'm, I'm not getting anywhere. I need to change up what I'm doing and figure out how to ask more and better different questions. Because, um, yeah, I'm not making progress. And it's fucking
0: frustrating. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it's either, like, you test a new idea or like pick one of those ideas all right, right the whiteboarding what's like how could this work right mm. like, I could flat out ask them if they thought of using tablets <laughs> right find out why haven't they and why yeah I mean the, I definitely like your your idea of just putting out a landing page out there to to see if juniors will will talk to you for an hour mm. like that that is definitely progress that
1: yeah I think there's something measurable there at the very least that they they have some um, self-awareness that they're like, yes, I am having problems actually. And
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause if they don't, well then, yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Great. We can move on.
0: <laughs> and the, and the managers, well that, that's good. That's good progress also. Cause if you could talk to more managers, you, you can go back to the root, like those, those questions you had, like, you know, are you, are you concerned about retention? What are you doing about it? And, or have you guys tried any experiments yeah all those questions you had mm. they're still good
1: yeah they're they're reusable in a in a more pointed direction or in, <laughs> with, a, on a more directional question because yeah right now it's like so how's it going I mean it's not that bad not my, my, my interviews are better than that but it's, <laughs> but it, yeah it definitely feels like I'm not yeah I'm not asking them enough uh, it's not getting anywhere
0: yeah exactly because yeah because you sh- it, it's not a numbers Nick. Numbers game, like it's not mm, quality. It's right. not about talking to a hundred, a hundred developers. Mm. It's just trying to get some validation now, like mm. some some answers. Like, yeah. are they are they spending any money on on solutions to improve retention? And if they're not, why not? And if they are, what are they spending it on? And what do they like about it? What do they not like about it?
1: Yeah, is it working? Do they yeah. f- do they feel like it's working?
0: Exactly. And then next week, it's you go in a more focused direction on one of those answers.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've been looking at figuring out, like coming into this call, one of my hopes was that we would talk about this because I'm, yeah, like I'm kind of drowning. So I've been looking for a way to reshape my questions, and this gives me a very clear, actionable thing I
0: can do. I mean, I, w- I was very lucky with Power Importer, so that it went very fast, so I don't think it's it's always supposed to go that fast. But like I, you know, I did a a big major pivot after the talking to my friend. Like that was the first major pivot I did where I thought that maybe I could build sites for other people in no code. Mm-hmm. And then just talking to my friend I realized that, no, that's not what I want to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> so then it was like all right, well, he has a problem now I can solve that with software. And then I'll be able to see if other people, you know, have this problem also. So then after that, it was finding people that have that problem and talking to them. And so it was, yeah, that was that major pivot. Then the next pivot was when I was talking to people, I was still thinking of a CSV importer. And then I realized that a lot more people were just going to export their data from Airtable as CSV and then import it. Right. So then that's when I... That's the idea that I really liked. Okay, I found something now. It's going to be recurring revenue. It's going to be... It, no one else is doing it. Like, this is this is the idea. Right. Then the next people I was talking to, it was just about that idea. And, like, what, what would they be using it on? And what frequency would they be syncing at? And, but, yeah, that was... I mean, I think that's probably very fast. Like, that's probably not the, the average.
1: Well, I think... I don't know. It's really interesting to fall or to fall into to to discover a, a top three problem. It's like I'm using Webflow, but you know, updating that shit's really hard. Like, it's not easy. Sure, they make like animations easy, but they don't make importing and exporting data easy. It's still a pain in the yeah. ass. And like, it's supposed to be no code, and I have all these tools, and I'm very and there's people who are well versed in it. Oh, I can use Airtable, and I can do these things, but how the hell am I supposed to get my data in and out? Yeah. They're already paying for things. They've shown that they value the problem. They're paying for Webflow. They're paying for Airtable. Um,
0: so yeah. So that that. So I was very lucky to land on all that because my initial idea was, I'm just gonna create MVPs for people and uh, and just charge for my time. Yeah, I'm hoping
1: with at least some of the. I really want this to yield <laughs> something. Obviously, it's really irritating that it that I haven't got anywhere yet i mean i'm like this is all it's a process but yeah it's like finding those top three problems so it's still a struggle
0: maybe yeah maybe developers are not the the right people
1: (laughs) it's it's very possible that like this is one of those things where developers are your end they're your uh end customer but they're not the ones who are necessarily paying for they are enjoying the product but they're not they're not the ones who are paying for or necessarily recognize the value of the product yeah um, ultimately the person holding the credit card is the is the one who's making a value call on this thing and how do you how do you appeal to them
0: I really th- I really my gut feeling is managers is where you're going to find ideas yeah because you know the the developer his job hasn't changed much like he or she is still just in front of a computer for eight hours just writing code mm-hmm. and the manager though like they're Job used to be mostly spending the spending their whole day in the meeting room, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They just meetings, and they they might even feel insecure now with remote work. Like, do you feel like your job is is at all useful? It's a great point. It's a great point. Are you getting you know, and and probably a lot of them are just trying to get everyone back to the office Mm -hmm. (laughs) so they can feel useful again.
1: Yeah, I just want to go back to that safe feeling.
0: Yeah, like talking to people all day long every day, mm. and now it's like now if their company does stay remote, it's like what's my place? What's my mm. what's my job? How do I show that I'm worth that I'm worth something to the company? And mm. so maybe yeah, the, introducing these new services, new tools for retention, for for engagement, for
1: mm. yeah, I'm I'm realizing now that like. The the most interesting conversation I had was with that I interviewed like the VP of engineering at a company at a tech company, and I learned more in that interview than I did from most of the rest that I right. yeah because I got a real idea of like what I mean he's the one who's spending money he's making hiring decisions he's getting new equipment he's doing all these different things and it's like oh yeah right yeah you're you're the person I care about you're you're the person whose problems I should be solving
0: exactly and I think. They are the person that is going to be looking for solutions right now. Mm. Like, they're going to be questioning themselves. Like, right? how do I even know that my developers are happy? Like, that they're not looking elsewhere. I can't even tell anymore when they go out for an interview. (laughs) Right? When they show up at the office wearing a tie and go, hey, (laughs) how come you're an hour late and you're wearing a tie?
1: Yeah. Oh, laundry day. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've used that one.
0: <laughs> but now everyone's remote you have no way of knowing and what were you just were you just taking a break or were you interviewing with someone else
1: you know that's really fun i totally sure okay this gives me some stuff to to chew on this will be an interesting week I need to take some time and really assimilate this and retool my questions and and, re- and retool my efforts. Like I need to spend effort way more effort on getting even if it's like man if I could get one manager interview a week that would be fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's for the like the whiteboard idea. Mm. I don't know. Like if if you feel like there's there's still a chance that it's a good idea like maybe try focusing more on it, mm. like more try to get new answers. So I have new questions that you're yeah you're wondering about like why aren't they i don't know why aren't they using it why haven't they even looked for it mm-hmm. yeah or what why did they enjoy whiteboarding
1: yeah oh yeah it's uh it, it I've been suspect like I like the idea because it's this i i I miss it I just miss whiteboarding with with people when I have a technical discussion, and yeah, just realizing that we don't do it, but I've never had much hope for it since the beginning of just like. Right. I mean, it's got to be easy, or if it's not easy, like there's, there's something else going on, because if it were super necessary, developers would do it, but we don't, and I don't know why. So I'm not fussed if it, if it dies or whatever, but I think what we've discussed just now is, is very true. Like, exposure to, whi- exposure to like tablets might increase your, the number of whiteboards you do, which is cool. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean you need write whiteboarding software. Maybe it's just figuring out how to get tablets in the hands of people. But even then, that's a job in and of itself. And I don't—I yeah, want to be a consultant all. to sell.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that for me, I that would be enough to like move on to a new idea. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. it's—it seems like when when you're gonna f- feel something that that is really a big pain, like you're gonna see it right away. Yeah it's gonna the manager's gonna start crying and say yeah I don't know if my developers are gonna leave yeah
1: <laughs> shit I hope like, man yes. I, I hope so I have
0: found the pain yeah. I have found the pain
1: it's so funny because I found that with Shred like even like yeah he, exactly you talk to people and they're like oh my god kill me I don't want to do this and you're just like oh yeah right
0: yeah exactly and it was easy to find clients you you found three and yeah. you could have found more
1: yeah I was turning people away. Like, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. It was like that, you, you found you found a big pain and you had a solution for it and it, it felt easy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's it. I just, yeah, more managers and focus on figuring out that exactly. Find that pain where they just cry in front of you because the...
0: Exactly. You know, <laughs> and maybe, maybe there's still a possibility of finding that with the developers, but I would start exploring new ideas because yeah. it seems like nobody really gave a shit about the whiteboards
1: yeah I agree <laughs> they, no. they were
0: like it's like no we just don't anymore
1: yeah we just stopped it was fine yeah nothing's changed exactly yeah yeah no I totally agree with you totally agree okay cool tough love from Mark I like it <laughs> yeah. okay cool I'm gonna get back to work do you want anything else?
0: nope all right. that's all sweet all
1: right. I'll catch you next week awesome sweet see ya I'll see ya later